This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. He is the CEO of SOM International. And with Riyadh, he is the Vice President of Operations and International Ministry with Voice of the Martyrs Canada. Now, David, tell me a little bit about your relationship with VOM Canada over the years. Yeah, thanks, Mark. And it's always such an honor to have our VIP guest here, Riyadh. Welcome. We go back a long time with VOM Canada because for my 10 years with VOM USA, we worked with them. I knew, I've known Floyd, their CEO, for oh, 20 plus years. And we've been a partnership with them, with SOM International. And they've been, they are such champions for the persecuted church. In the bigger scope of things, uh, they are members of Religious Liberties Partners, a organization you and I have talked about, mm-hmm. Mark. Yeah. And Riyadh um, is a little bit newer to VOM Canada, so I'm just okay. getting to more grow in my relationship with him. But so captivated by his story, his heart, and his contribution to serving the church at risk. So I wanted to invite him on to hear his story. So Riyadh, again, welcome and you know, welcome from uh, from Canada to USA. You're with, with a warm hug, brother. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you so yeah, much, you Mark it. and uh, David. It's an honor to be So Riyadh, out of the gate here, as believers, we always love to hear how Christ captivated our hearts. This is a leadership podcast. Mm-hmm. And we like to look at how God really builds us up to be lights in this world and leaders. Share your story of you know how you came to Christ. Uh, my name is Riyadh Jaballa, and uh, I came uh, from uh, North Africa, from Tunisia, as a mm. Muslim background. Uh, I, I grew up in family, uh, you know, heritage from Islam, but really they don't practice yeah. Islam. They are really open. So in that time, I grew in this culture, and uh, this doctrine uh, doesn't mean I don't practice Islam, but practice with careful, because I'm not really agree with the point and doctrine, and I ask all the time uh, questions here and there. All the time, my dad, he told me, Riyadh, you're going to have trouble in your life. I said, okay, I'm ready for that because I'm not convinced about, uh, because I'm growing. I don't choose this faith. So this is why I ask questions here and there. So through what we they have, the, the Quran, you know, the holy faith of Islam, and uh, it's not convinced me so the way I go to ask the leaders, uh, they call Imam and uh, ask him questions here and there. So they told me, you're not allowed to ask all these questions about how the Islam treat women, mm. how about Islam uh, allow us to go to the Meg to do it perinage. And uh, I don't understand in that time how I can turn, turn and turn around the stones and God forgive me. So all the time also I saw uh, God is too far from me um, and how God uh, uh, deal with my faith with acts and repeated the same words, sentences, uh, verses and prayer for, for right. days. So for me, I don't understand all this kind of a doctrine. So right away, I start my searching in faith. 16, 17, and age 18, God opened the door for me to uh, to go outside uh, to study in the Middle right. East, uh, uh, the law and uh, the archaeology. So at that time, I start 
I start really searching about God and compare about uh, Christianity and Islam and uh, Judaism and uh, any kind of and faith in that time, especially, you know, the Middle right, East. Right, right. Really have uh, riches, uh, area and land. Uh, through my study, I connected people. Uh, they have uh, many kind of faith. So I start ask question here and there. So to make sure, uh, short, in that time, uh, especially in that uh, area, in uh, that country, I was in Syria. It's not easy for me to enter a right. church as a uh-huh. Muslim. So God opened the door for me to find a uh, broadcast in the radio in uh, Cyprus. So in that time, right away, I heard about the gospel and uh, the Bible, and uh, we have like discussion. So right away, usually in that time, you know, especially internet, it's not really, uh, it's not really exist uh, uh, everywhere in that time. So right away, I, uh, after the broadcast and the radio, they mention uh, their address, email, a mailbox address. So right away, I wrote the mail, uh, their address, and uh, usually, you know, when somebody wrote a letter, usually maybe one paper. For me, I wrote for them uh, 95 uh, paper asking yeah, all the questions. 95 papers. So, so if I get this right. You, like the Wittenberg door. Yeah, so, so, you, so you went to, uh, you were studying the Middle East, if I get this right. So you're studying the Middle East. You're, you're, you're wrestling right. with your faith. You're questioning some things about, about Islam, about uh, how they're treating women, about what their basis of truth is. And at this point, you write this paper, and not 95 pages long. Uh, is that is that my understanding there, right? Yes. Of just questions you have about Islam. <laughs> I, I just want to re- recap this along the way, if that sounds about right. And then what, when you submitted yeah. this paper, then then what happened? That that should have that, that must have been uh, quite a ripple effect at that point. Yeah. So thank you. Uh, you know, when I talk with you guys now, my memory go back in that time in 1988, actually, in that time. And uh, I ask a question compared and. Uh, when I ask this question, believe me at that time, yes, I'm I'm Muslim, but I pray for them and I read all this question and uh, reply to me if they right. reply. So uh, anyway, I ask a question about uh, the doctrine in uh, Christianity and I compare in, uh, in right. Islam. So uh, two weeks uh, when I, I receive it from them, all my answer about my question, I can't believe. When I took my mailbox, I, my letter, I go home right away. I open with excited, with uh, curiosity, and uh, right away, uh, they wrote to me with all the respect. And, uh, you know, they go all details in my question. I said, come on. How these people, they have a lot of grace and patience with me. We don't know each other. So anyway, that time when they reply to me, answer to me, yes, I'm not really satisfied 100%, right. but for, I'm really, uh, curious more uh, to ask more questions. And uh, I ask him, can I start with you study uh, Bible study or theology and something like this? Do you have any courses in that time? They are, I believe, when they received my 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 letter and my question about that, they are very uh, surprised how this guy just uh, is uh, searching and right away asked to study. 
So anyway, so uh, to make shortly, uh, right away they send me courses so I can uh, uh, write something about the theology at that time. So, so hey, you know what, Riyadh, we want to hear the rest of the story and we got to run to a break. So when we get back from this break, we're going to hear about how they responded to all of these questions. So, hey, stay tuned. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International, also online with Riyadh, and he is with Voice of the Martyrs Canada. Now, Riyadh, you were just telling us about this experience you had of questioning your faith, of writing a 95-page list of questions, of submitting that to those who were in charge, and now there's their response. So tell us, as they responded to those questions, how did that how did that affect you and how did that ultimately lead you to a relationship with christ oh, thank you mark you know when i received all this uh, answer right away uh, something changed in my uh, my soul actually in my mind also to to go more deeply in uh, my questions and about the, the christianity so right away i suggest to them that they have course and to study they send me course. I start with them. The course took me uh, one year. So I finished my study as academic. I'm uh, searching. So, uh, but God, in that time, he told me, hey, listen, Riyadh, I know you're searching, right. but you are in the good way and the good spot to know more about me. I remember in that uh, time when I received also uh, from them, from these people, and uh, radio broadcast in uh, uh, Cyprus. They send me a Bible. They send me also literature. So I read and uh, compare more. One day in 1997, I remember that day myself in my room. So I started to talk with God and I told him, listen, I have everything. You show me everything. These people, they are amazing. They send me everything about Christianity and for me, something to be confessed that I received you as Lord in my life. Here we go. Please mm. change me. Please use me. I start to cry, crying mm. that day. I never forgot. I don't know why, but I feel peace, a lot of peace. And uh, also, I'm very excited to be with the Lord and uh, serve him. After that, actually, I go back to Tunisia. So another journey with the Lord. I thought the, this is, I'm, I'm the first believer in that time, but God showed me uh, other believers in uh, Tunisia and we start together a ministry in Tunisia and planting a church in Tunisia. Wow, Riyadh, I, I, I love this parts you're bringing out. Some of the things I'm even hearing is, again, the access to the word of God, how God led you in a very narrow path, but how you, you really bring it out, how most North Africans don't have that access to have their 
questions answered right. and to really grow in the Lord. But ultimately, was it knowledge? It was truly the Lord who saved you, you know, who spoke to you and gave you that peace. And and then and then you thought you were the only believer. <laughs> and, and I went, yeah. you know, I want radio people in North America to think about that. What when you come to Christ, what what would it be like if you thought you were the only yeah, believer? Incredible. And so so the Lord really has prepared you well for the persecuted church. And you know, I, I want you to go on now too to to talk about how you know you've grown in serving our persecuted brothers and sisters and and you know what that looks like and keep on going. And, and well, specifically though, let me, Riyad, let me land you with this. How were you first persecuted though? I guess let's get the rest of that context and then let's build it up to um, really how you're serving the persecuted. But how how have you been persecuted yourself? Yeah. So in that time, God opened the door for me to have good position in uh, the government. I work with the Ministry of uh, Agriculture. I thank God in this position. When we work, in, especially with these people like this, it's not really easy for you as Christian. So I can't share. I can't really speak uh, openly with them. So I thank God. I said, God, listen, it's really good position for me. But I can see all this corruption, lying, hypocrisy. I can't resist in this line. So anyway, God also gave me, uh, I believe, gift in, uh, in the voice. So I started recording uh, the Bible in Tunisian language. From that time also, uh, God gave me peace to resign from my job. So right away, I go to France to finish my study, Master of Theology in Strasbourg. From that time, God also put it in my way. Friends that I know a long time ago, they are missionary in Tunisia. And they, they told me, hey, what do you think if you can start broadcasting TV? And are you ready for that? I told him, man, <laughs> you surprised me. And uh, come on, I never thought about that. He said, listen. Think about it and pray. Uh, at that time, also, I'm married. My wife, she's Christian. Both of us and my brother-in-law, we discuss that will be the, fir- the first show and broadcast in TV in Tunisian language. We also use it the Arabic standard that every Arab, they can understand. So we start discipleship and evangelism through this broadcast. And we can sh- see this broadcast in, uh, in TV, uh, Hayat. So everybody can see through the satellite. So how, your question, David, how it started the persecution? From that time, I was in France, in Marseille, and uh, I'm the guy, I'm not shut my mouth. I'm very uh, street guy, I social guy, I love people, I love talk with the people. So I do it also some evangelism with the uh, African living in Marseille, in South France. Riyadh? I'm going to, I'm going to have, this is a good cliffhanger here because we're going to go to part two and we got to wrap up part one here. And I want people to hold on for next week to hear now the persecution and how you're serving the persecuted. Because unfortunately we're always finding that clock. Uh, So we need Mark to bring us out. And so everybody hang on because you're going to hear the rest of the story this next week. Right. Well, hey, uh, Riyadh, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. And we're encouraged by your testimony about how God has called a man like you 
uh, out of Tunisia and you were able to interact with the gospel. And we want to continue to give people opportunity to hear the gospel in all corners of the world. And the way you can get involved with getting the gospel to every corner of the globe is by First of all, subscribing to our newsletter. Uh, in our newsletter, comes out every month that features stories from those who are serving on the front lines in the most restricted areas in the world for the gospel. You can sign up for that at atriskradio.com. And also, if you want to get a hold of Riyadh, you can go to uh, vomcandidatespersecution.com, correct, Riyadh? Vom.org. Uh, uh, Vom.org. Okay, on the line, if you want to get a hold of Riyadh directly that way too. Okay. Well, hey, uh, lastly, At Risk Radio and SOM International, they're funded by you. We're supported as you sign up to become a monthly donor. We also support those who are risking much with those same donations that come in. Um, also, when you buy books from our bookstore, David, we just launched the SOM bookstore. It is at sombookstore.com. It features a number of titles from those who are uh, many people who are our authors are serving on the front lines in the persecuted church. You can visit the SOM Bookstore at spiritofmartyrdom.com or at sombookstore.com. Until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.